Triple M. The award-winning Mercedes-Benz Vito invites you to get this with Tony Martin and Glenn Robbins. That's right, Glenn's getting comfortable. Uh, are you comfortable, Glenn? Am I allowed to speak? Yeah, you can speak here. <laughs> oh, I thought I wasn't allowed to speak to all the next bit. You're allowed 15 words. All oh, right, that's um, about. Four. Sorry, that's all of them. Okay, we're done. <laughs> You've got to spend them wisely. Yep. Today we've got some more Big Brother poetry by popular demand. Ed has demanded some K-fed rhymes. Yes, they'll be coming your way. What constitutes a failed sex fair? <laughs> we'll meet Chappelle Corby's new lawyer. We've got an unfortunate new medical breakthrough. And Ed's come up with a great new segment idea. What's something awesome you did? <laughs> it's all coming up, courtesy of the team. I get this. They are disgusting. I can't even find a word, but they give a lot of wild people a bad name. That's The Clash, Rock the Casbah. Good morning, everybody, wherever you may be. It's Tony Martin. It's Ed Cavalier. Good morning. It's Get This. It's a big, fat, fake round for Glenn Robbins. Yes. Welcome back, Glenn. I like a big, fat, fake round one. <laughs> Full of that. It's fatter and faker than any other show. It still uh, works. It still works. I feel better when there's fake applause there yeah. than none at all. I know, but what are you doing? You're both snacking on. What's going on? Your sales department had a uh, like a get more innovation in you kind of uh, meeting this morning. All right. And the result was that Glenn and I are now chowing down on a cup full of grapes. It is pretty hard to have a cup of tea without something on the side. <laughs> And I don't want to, you know, I'm out there when it comes to living on the wild side, but when I have a cup of tea, I like a little biscuit on the side, sometimes too. Oy. I used to do a stand-up, I used to do a stand-up routine yes. about dipping your teddy bear in your, in your, in your, in your head in your first, head first. Always go head first, and you got to, because if you leave it in too long, it'll break off. Yeah. But you get it right, and you stand it up, it can waver a bit as it stands up, but as long as it waves into the mouth, you're all right. Gee, that's going back 1982. Still not works. a great joke, but... But, uh, but not topical. Ah. So you can drag it out. Yeah, absolutely. There topical at the time, because the teddies had just come out, and people were wondering what this new world of teddy-shaped biscuit meant for them. You know? <laughs> they used to do this thing about when the, you know, sometimes the teddy would break off and then fall to the cup of tea, and then you drink the rest of the cup of tea, and you get to the bottom, and here's Teddy lying on the bottom looking up going, what did you do to me? <laughs> I didn't deserve this. <laughs> I meant well. Why are people eating grapes in the sales department? Is that this week's uh, push for innovation? Yeah, no, it's like, yeah, exactly. Is it weird jeans to work day? Weird grapes to work day. We've got to work out when they're doing weird jeans to work day, and then we'll have tuxedos on that day. Yeah, that'd be yeah. nice. Oh, Formal nice. wear. Yeah. I had a couple of friends that always wore tuxedos to exams. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. But they would have been the T-shirt with the tuxedo <laughs> painted on the front. Yeah, I like that. Who farted painted on the back. Glenn, the other day we had some mad bastard call us up on the program and claim that there's a show on SBS oh, yeah. where some surgeon dissects his friends. Yes, I came in this morning. I said, Tone, can I please talk about a show that I've seen during the week that I could not believe? So it's real? It's called, it's on SBS, and I forget what night, it's called Anatomy for Beginners. Right. And uh, already we're away. Yeah, I've <laughs> <laughs> um, Rock credits. Um, you just be I, big brother up late, I really. I tuned in, you know, halfway through, and there was a, a nude man and woman, I think, standing there, and they were projecting things on it. And when you get a bit of nude action, you, you hang around. Absolutely straight right. Straight away. And they're projecting like organs onto the body. I'm going, this is interesting. I'll watch a bit of this. All right. There's a live audience there, and there's a guy in a, in one of those gowns that you chop people up in. Ball right? gown? Yeah. It, uh, no, no, he's in one of those, a proper gown. All oh, right. And, he, and it's German. Okay, I'm giving you a lot oh, of information yeah, yeah. here. Yeah. But he's got the whole gear, but he's got a hat on, one of those hats that like Sinatra would wear, you know. <laughs> 
Uh, and you go, what's this too weird? Your anyway, hat. So, yeah, so the thing, projection on the body. Then they wander around, and there, and there are these bodies literally hanging on hooks. Oh, my God. You know when you go into a butcher shop out the back, and they've got the sheep hanging on the mm. thing? Yeah, you but go, it's oh, not that's... normally your friends. No. <laughs> they have, I'm going, they, oh, that's interesting. That must be, you know, a rubber one. But yeah. no, it's, a, and then they proceed to chop them up. And you go, oh, my God, I can't watch this. This is incredible. Last last week, they cut him from shoulder to shoulder and then down this. They opened him up like a, a sardine can right. and it was all there. all yeah. there. And then they start. Then, then he's going, watch this. And he puts a, he puts a, um, a tube into the lungs. He's going, I'll make the lungs work. And the lungs are working. You go, oh, oh, this is. And then he goes, okay. Jeez. Then he goes, okay, I'm going to lift out the heart. Lungs. And he's, he goes to lift out the. Oh, I'm out of there. It sounds like oh. Iron Chef with Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> What's going on? At the start of the show, at the start of the show, it says these people have agreed to donate their bodies to science. Was there a clause that says and to be seen on television? <laughs> yeah, do, do you get that on your resume? Is that oh, a yeah. screen appearance? Oh, yeah, yeah. Is that an equity credit? You've got to put it on your IMDb. Oh, seriously, these people are lying there. I mean, Tony, if you when you pass away and if you yes. donate your body to science, I might be sitting at home, or this German audience will probably watching, going, "That is Uncle Gunter sitting there." Well, I'd like to be booked on the panel for my dissection. <laughs> it was incredible, and it just it's it's not it's it's not because dead people don't have any rights. You know no, what I mean? But hang on. But okay, it's a guy and he's a surgeon and he's you know dissecting people. That's fine. But these are his friends. Is that right? That's yeah, what this yeah, bloke yeah, called yeah, up. He yeah, said yeah, these yeah, are people yeah. he knows. Yes, I, oh, I don't know about. Oh. Have a look what I can do with Barry's lungs. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I think these people donated their bodies to science. Right, and right. and they're apparently in the or it's a bit like Friday Night Games without Mike Goldman sort of doing any hosting. <laughs> it's sort of it's it's and they there's a live audience there, which makes it even more weird. What are they, are doing? they allowed to ask questions? Can they can they you know excuse me. What's that? It's a gallbladder I catch. Think, well, you know what? I, I've only seen about five because I couldn't stand it that much. But, ah. but I wonder at the end of the show whether or not they applaud. Because, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? That is a great piece of, you know. And somewhere. Someone. Does everyone get a show bag to take uh, over at the end? Just the, there's uh, a lucky number hidden somewhere on the bloke's corpse. <laughs> You've got to find it. But have a look. I, I guarantee if you watch it, you won't last more than two or three minutes. Because I've it's, got to watch it. Yeah. I've got to watch it. Anatomy for beginners. <laughs> wow. Mm. That's not good. No. That's not good. But medical yeah. breakthroughs result. You know what I mean? They get into the human body. Yeah. Right. Medical breakthroughs result like your old-fashioned penile implants. Ah. Now, nice link. The, the, yeah. It's a hard-working link, that one. Bad. That one wouldn't stand up to analysis, I'm guessing. Penile implant, tell me more. Well, listen to this. This story here. A man in London whose impotence drove him to have a penile implant mm. has discovered that his neighbour's automatic garage door gives him an erection every time it's activated. Ah. That's what it says. It's in the Sun newspaper. <laughs> the garage device operated on the same frequency as the hardware in his penis. It's embarrassing. Every time the car pulls in, I can't leave the house. It's not funny, the son quoted him as saying. Well, it is funny. It is funny. Yeah. It is funny. <laughs> I must admit when I drive up to mine, because I've got one of those automatic, and I <laughs> and I kind of go, even to myself, I go, watch this, I can open the door and keep on driving at the same time. <laughs> I get excited, but I don't get a hard on. You don't get that excited. <laughs> no. But it could be handy, though. Yeah. I mean, it saves, you know, saves on the drudgery of old-fashioned manual erections. <laughs> All right, Dale, are we ready to go? Hang on a second. <laughs> All right, let's get started. He's oiling the old penis. 
<laughs> when you hear that sound today on the show, mm. you know we're excited by our own program. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get started. That'd be Eskimo Joe here at Get This on Triple M. Gee, that's a good song. <laughs> Sorry if you're just tuning in. That's the sound of the program's penile implant going off by mistake. Glenn Robbins is with us. And, you know, do you get... Uh, what are you up to these days, Glenn? Are you involved in Thank God You're Here? Is that coming back? It's shrouded yes, in mystery. Yes, uh, I, can we, I, I think I can say. Oh, <laughs> Ed's yeah. not even... He's got no idea. Yeah, I'm not sure what the... Yeah, maybe. He just walks around the office improvising, just <laughs> trying to keep in practice. Just show up in a gladiator's costume. If it comes back, I'll, I'll hopefully we'll be involved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. hypo- hypothetically, if it was to come back, not that it is coming back. <laughs> we yeah. can say nothing. Yeah. Uh, we've been getting a few emails about, do you have a ringtone? Do you have a phone, uh, Glenn? Yeah, I got my. I got accused by a cab driver the other day. I got in the cab and he said that's the oldest phone I've ever seen. <laughs> it's Bakelite. Well, it's not that bad. It's still got a black and white. It doesn't do photographs. It doesn't do email. It doesn't do. Uh, it doesn't connect up to the space station. But, uh-huh. uh, it, it can make a phone call. Oh, oh whoa, whoa, whoa! Is that still whoa, popular? Whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa! So uh, yes, I do, but I don't. I wouldn't know how to change my ringtone. All right. So you've just got the one that comes with it. I've got the annoying one that is on the TV. When it goes off on the TV, I always think my phone's ringing. <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, I, I hate that. <laughs> That's not my phone. You don't do that to me. Or on the radio in the car. Don't do that to me. <laughs> That's a le- that used to be illegal. I used to write radio ads and you weren't allowed to have like a car horn because people would be driving along and think that somebody's going them from uh, behind. What about a siren? There's heaps of sirens in uh, there. You could say thinking about sirens or there's never been a better time for sirens, <laughs> but you couldn't have an actual siren. Uh, ringtones, we always have uh, ringtones up on our website. The Rex mm. Hunt one, very popular. Very actually popular. heard that oh. go off. I actually was at a hospital. I heard it again. Hang where, on, where? Hang on, explain to me. Explain uh, to me what it is. The Rex Hunt, well, we, we've put a moratorium Ooh. on if I, I don't, I don't want to hear it. No, no, no. Yeah. But you can get it as a ringtone. You can download it from, from... From you. Yes. Oh, right. Yeah, you see? guys. I am at the yeah. hospital yesterday uh, waiting to have my blood removed. Um Nothing medical, just for a stir. <laughs> no, I just because I have high iron levels. Hello, hemochromatosis uh, sufferers. Have to have the blood out every now and then. Don't have new blood put back in like Keith Richards. How much Nothing to take it out. It's just about uh, two pints or something like that. Whoa. Or maybe one and a half pints. What do they do with it? I don't look. It goes oh. down the sink, I think. Because oh, it's oh, full to, of iron. You have to reduce uh, your, and then you put, you bring new blood. I in. personally grow new blood. That's why I'm slightly dizzy today. Right? Show sounding hilarious from where I am. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, I grow new blood with less iron. One in 250 people suffer from hemochromatosis. And how often do you have to have it out? Oh, about six times a year sometimes. Depends what the levels are at. Yeah, the levels, man. The levels, man. <laughs> <laughs> so I've gone in there and I'm sitting in the waiting room and I'm sitting right opposite the giant assed wheelchair toilets. Yeah. And someone comes along on a wheelchair into the toilets, door shuts. And everyone's sitting there reading a magazine and trying, hoping we're not going to hear anything. <laughs> and then, this is what we hear, I kid you not. The girl's happy. She's got no money. Oh, how good is this? <laughs> and the bloke's phone went off in the toilet oh, and he's got the Rex Hunt ringtone. Fantastic. And I was the only one who knew what it meant. Oh, and everyone else? I then collapsed into unconsciousness <laughs> shortly after for medical reasons. But people are saying, hey... Mm. The one you've got up there at the moment, which is this. John Howard is as welcome in Melbourne today as a yellow-bellied black snake in a barbecue. That's union leader Brian Boyd. 
Here's a popular ringtone. That sounds great if it's it goes excitable. off in a paraplegic toilet, that one. <laughs> but people are saying, you know, it's run its course. Maddie and Peter both want us to put up Jeff Finnick talking mm. about whether, well, I'm at a loss to explain what he's talking about. I haven't heard this. So I'm, can we play it? It's a bit of a, I mean, if your phone was to ring this way, it's a bit of a long one for a ringtone, but let's hear it. There's not, not a crime at all. Like I said, I can, I can be with Frank today and tell him to shoot you. If he shoots you, and I, and I didn't mean to tell him, I'm just joking, they shoot me, you know, just say he shot you. Don't shoot me, Frank. That's for sure, but I'm just saying, if I told Frank to jump off the I've told you, mucking around at the front of the Harbour Bridge, you jump off the Harbour Bridge and you jump. I don't want you to jump off the Harbour Bridge. Hey, Tone, your phone's ringing. <laughs> <laughs> That's your phone. I just heard it. That'd be, it's a bit of a long one. No, we've got to do it. <laughs> we've, we've said, we've got, okay, it. we now have to do it. Yep, it's done. All right. Consider it done. Scams. Do you fall victim to scams, Glenn? Oh, I like a good scam. Would you ever give your bank details to someone? No. Well, uh, someone just oh, emails look, you. No, the only person I'd give it to is a Nigerian banker <laughs> who's got access to 10 mil. He just needs my, you know, a couple of thousand to get, to get move. it out of there. That's you know? a smart move. You ask anyone, a couple of thousand, mm. 10 mil return, mm. that's a good investment. I plan. heard a great scam the other day. Yeah. You go, though. No, no, you tell us yours. Yeah, it, 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 what they do is they, this is true, they go into a, and this happened to a mutual friend of ours, yeah. you go into a, and a club and you find a girl that looks like the girl that you that, that that's doing the scam. Oh yeah. You ske- steal her wallet. Yeah. Then then if you need the you got the credit card and then if you need photo ID you look similar. Yeah. What they do is they later on that night they ring you and say, "Oh look, I've found your wallet. Yeah. Got your credit card. Um I'll I'll get it back to you tomorrow at 12 o'clock." So what you do is you don't then cancel your credit card. And they've because, got till 12. Yeah, you've got till 12 to use the credit card and bang, you're gone. Isn't it just anything to do with your credit card is a scam? I mean, if it's, yeah, if it's something much. to do with your credit card that isn't um, buying something with it yeah. or getting a statement in the mail about it. Yeah, it's a scam. Mm. It's a scam. What have you got? What have Phishing, you... it's called, with a PH. Okay. Listen to this. Banks are cranking up internet security as customers face a barrage of phishing scams to entice them to release confidential account details. Bank customers have been bombarded in recent years with fake emails encouraging them to update their details or yeah, visit a website. I got that. Uh, one bank executive said the scams often originate in Eastern Europe, but mules are recruited locally. Once the customer information is obtained, the account is drawn down to its uh, daily limit, with the mule taking a cut and the remainder sent offshore. Uh, Commonwealth Bank yesterday warned of a new scam a phishing scam where customers are asked for their details so they can be credited with a $25 reward for completing a survey. No, what? The banks never... If you fall for that, <laughs> then they kind of deserve your money. Because oh, yeah. no yeah. one's going to think that a bank's going to give them $25 bucks for nothing. Yeah. Uh, hello, I need to uh, get your account number so that we can register you with this Ukrainian casino. <laughs> and then when your massive cash windfall occurs, we'll just credit it directly into your account. <laughs> That's fair enough. Yeah. Do you know someone? Get me in on that? That's bad fishing. <laughs> but the mules. But the, the idea we've got bank mules. Yeah, I'm digging that. But the, the thing is, I think uh, you, sh- you should know it's a scam if the email from the Commonwealth Bank also asks you if you need to enlarge your penis. Yeah, you know, that's, right. that's the giveaway. <laughs> and how do you do that? You get out the garage door opener. <laughs> Just testing Mr. Marsley. Uh, he, he was clicking like mad then. He was, You've got to do it, Richard. You have to do it now. You have to do it manually. No, Richard, you have to sing it. You, oh, I can't stand how he does this. Mate. Oh, I love this scam. This is the best banking scam in years. 
mules. Hey, don't forget it's coming back on this show, the search for Australia's next top mule. <laughs> Who will be the next darling of Dempazar, the next Kira Knightley of Kira Bogan? It's coming up. Have you heard uh, Chappelle Corby's latest lawyer? Who was that wacky lawyer that she had? Hot man. Oh, he was cool. The guy with the jewellery in the cars. And yeah, the, the, the James Brown guy. What happened to him? Didn't do so well. Not a great track record. Oh, there's a new one. Check this out. A lawyer claims he has evidence from a new witness. There is. There is. I mean, I mean, not, not somebody who owned the drugs, but somebody who knows that the drugs is not belongs to Sapel. That's going to be fine. <laughs> I can give her two weeks. She'll be out. She'll be back here. Make a good ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> Anything could be a ringtone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Peter Costello, he could be a ringtone. Did you see him trying to wish... Uh, John Howard, a happy birthday yesterday. Uh, Have a listen. I wish him a very happy birthday, and uh, I hope that um, uh, he uh, he enjoys the uh, uh, friendship, the family, and uh, um, uh, and the good wishes of um, uh, many many people. Oh, you did. That was you didn't doctor that. Oh, Maddie might have added a couple of more arms. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> nice work. Uh, Glenn, how would you feel about a brand new segment on radio called What's Something Awesome You Did? I'd, can I participate? <laughs> you can. I've got tons. You've got to think of something awesome you did. Okay, I will. I'll have a think. All right, that's coming up next. Get this. It's that bad. Yeah, I wouldn't waste my time. It's a shocker. For the award-winning Mercedes-Benz Vito on Triple M. It's get this on Triple M. Glenn Robbins is here. He's got some sort of challenge for me. What's okay, this about? Okay. Uh, let's imagine that John Howard has an artificial implant and the only way, every time he hears a garage door, he gets an erection. What would happen? <laughs> oh, I'm bootylicious. I'm still Johnny from the block. Check it out. I'm building a bridge to the next century. Whatever that might mean. That was a real challenge. That's I didn't good. Tell you I was going to do that. Welcome to the. This is what we call the free part of the show. This is I love all a bit of free action. Free. This is normally you just go into a song. Yeah. So you know, there's no requirement to be yeah, amusing, as yeah, Greg Fleet likes to point out. But what Ed likes to do is play the opening bars. Yeah, man. Of the next song. I'll lay down some licks today, Glenn. All right. Let's get started. Your body is a wonderland. Oh, I, I hate you. I hate you. Your body is a wonderland. That is Ed Cavalier. Yeah. Your body is a wonderland. I've never seen that expression on Glenn's face before. Twenty years. What is it? It's me using auto tune. The, the, the point was that I'm a, ba- I'm a bad singer, right? So I sang badly. And then I thought I'd do a John Mayer impersonation because I think I can impersonate singers as opposed to singing. Yeah. Then Maddie cleans it up with auto tunes and it sounds all right. Yeah, that's the result. I did. I did a, an album, a, a song for a charity album, and they auto tuned me. And you listen back and you go, "Hey, I can sing." <laughs> and listen to that, and I'm going, "Not bad." Hey, yeah, there, there you go. go. All right. That was a pretty. That was a good John Mayer. Thank you. Ringtone. Anyone? <laughs> Anyone? I'm impressed. All right. Hit some ear guitar if you. Sorry. Can. Here I go. <laughs> Uh, a little bit, a little something here. <laughs> I can play uh, tambourine at the same time. See you on the other side. That's you too here. Get this on Triple M. Morning, if you're just joining us, it's me, Tony Martin. You've got Richard Marsland on the buttons. Hey. You've got Ed in the sidecar. You've hey. got Glenn Robbins co-hosting. Hey. 
I like and the fact that you go up when you get to me. <laughs> you didn't sort of, yeah, you didn't sort of go down. Peter out. It's a tiered program. Mm. You're on the top tier, Glenn. Yeah. Because you're in that film Boytown that's coming out. We've been plugging it for... So don't much plug it too early because it'll peak too early. Then it'll, people will be disappointed. So just keep your powder dry. Just wait yeah. for it to... Except right. that there's some... I haven't seen it, but there's some kind of clip in cinemas. I think if people who've seen the Adam Sandler film Click... Click... Mm. It's got some kind of Boytown clip at the beginning. Can you say anything? Do you know? Yeah, that, that that's the clip that Boy. If you know the story, Boytown is that it's a it's a, a group that reforms in two thousand and five, and that's mm. their first clip when they come back. It's mm. you and leather pants. It is. <laughs> mm. yeah. And that's just the start of it. Mm. Uh, obviously, we haven't been making jokes about the eight persons of interest in that uh, P and O cruise story because that's pretty ugly. No. But, you know, you've got to give credit to that woman who stood out the front of the court yesterday. Did you see her? What did she do? This woman stood out the front when Leo Silvestri was oh, yes. uh, arriving to forget some more of his evidence. Mm. And she has this banner. She's printed it up and it says, Leo the loser, sleazy, impotent, vile, narcissistic, woman-hating, sexual predator. I think that's the exact description he has on his RSVP description on the internet, too. <laughs> uh, look, it's an ugly case, obviously, but people who are there in the court, according to Jane Fraser in The Australian, are starting to collect what they're calling Sylvestrisms. What's that? Things that <laughs> pop out of his mouth. He's described himself as uh, someone who likes to big knob himself. <laughs> he thinks that people may have been having misconclusions about him. That's true. And claimed at one point... My mind wasn't with my brain at the time. Yeah, they, it's so hard to get those two together. <laughs> Especially if you're big knobbing yourself. <laughs> it does look like he likes to big knob himself, that yeah. bloke. Yeah. So I don't know who that woman was yeah. out the front of the court. Yeah. but Good honour. Cheers. Beautiful font too. Lovely. Nice kerning tone. I think that's uh, compactor. Mm, you'd know. <laughs> Possibly condensed. Crawl in. Uh, what else? Now, Glenn, do you know who K-Fed is? No. So you don't is have it, to know. It's not. Uh, uh, is it? Is it politics? No. <laughs> no, no. No. I have to ask. Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it television? Is it a serial? Is it someone that's been voted off Big Brother? Oh, nearly. Oh, nearly. He'd yeah. fit in there real well. Getting no, close Who was it? Uh, Britney Spears' husband, former mm, yeah. backup dancer, and uh, and I found out today he was uh, he started his career at a car wash, <laughs> then turned backup dancer. Now he's turned. Celebrity yeah. I hope he's still got those buckets. Yeah, <laughs> he's <laughs> like he's a big knobbing himself. Yeah, oh, he's a, mm. always big knobbing, and he's now going to kick uh, Justin Timberlake's ass. That's what he says. See now, wow. He's uh, laid down the challenge. He reckons his rhymes oh, are yeah. better than uh, Hamilton's. Oh, sorry, <laughs> them's fighting words. <laughs> I said Justin yeah. Hamilton, referring to a local comedian. Hello, Justin, if you're listening to <laughs> Justin Timberlake. Rhymes, Justin. He's going to pulverise him. Is he? In, what, in terms of just uh, his rhymes? In a rhyming sort of... Uh, a rhyme off. There's going to be a battle, right. and he's going to pulverise yeah. Timberlake. Now, we've been talking about... It's just done that with his hand. I gave it some... Oh, that, that rock and roll sign. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that's one. what it was called in oh, our a day. Gu- a gun, was it? Yeah, yeah, that was like a gun pointing down, like, what's up, you all? Right, yeah, okay. yeah, six guns are blazing. Yeah. Coming to get you! Hey, K-Feds apparently sucks on purpose, Tone. It's, what? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, we've been punked uh, by K-Fed. <laughs> we? He, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we don't realise, right? He, what, he, what he says is that um, when his terrible single, uh, Popper Zow, came out, he said that he wanted people to think that he was a talentless wannabe rapper. <laughs> Quote K-Fed, that way, when I come out with my real, swear word, P 
people are, swear word, blown away. So he's deliberately put out a crap single to lower people's expectations. Three. He's deliberately put out three, three. crap singles. Wow, it's an elaborate plan. <laughs> it's Good a one, long eh? term investment. Well, let's have a listen to Papa Zoo. Mm -hmm. Ouch. Yeah, he's going to pulverise everybody with that. Does that sound familiar to you? Does a bit. Doesn't that just sound, to me, a bit like this? Oh, there it is. New kids! Pop it over the top, Rich. Can you play them both? <laughs> I just want to hear new kids keep going for a while. Maybe not as close as we thought, though. Give it a go. And if you do like the new kids on the block, you can see Glenn Robbins doing a few of their moves <laughs> in the upcoming Boy Town. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Speaking of great poets, do you get into Jamie's poetry on the Big Brother? Game? I have heard a little bit of it. I, I heard you playing some of it uh, sometime this week. Mm. Oh, people love it. They, they do. Can't get it. Let's just hear it mm. again. The windows, not portals, outward upon freedom of thought, but reflections inward into awkward introversion. These walls have seen strangers, faces so eerily blank and foreign. These faces have seen people, and tears will see them leave. Faces so eerily blank and fine. Yeah. I reckon it's better than we give it credit for. Really? But as we say, Glenn, anything that Jamie says can be a poem. Anything at all. Oh, okay. So I got one of his poems last night. I had a lot of options. Perceived talents. Friends going off doing accounting jobs. Boring. Not having fun. Deserved to be somewhere fun. Menial jobs. Variety of things. A little bit of fun here and there. Being here. So lucky. All right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> click, 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 clicking. Everything he says is a poem. He's amazing. Do you want to play a game? It's a, I know I've been giving it way too much sizzle, but he's just come up with it today. It's called... Well, what? We, we didn't have a phone topic, Glenn. <laughs> and he said... Right. And Tony said, what should we do as a phone topic? And I said, why don't we just ask people what awesome things they've done? That's great. And now I'm ready to hear it. <laughs> That'll be next. I'll get this. That's Santana and Rob Thomas. It's got a sudden ending there. Yeah. Mm. Someone just pressed stop on the... <laughs> Obviously, sudden ending Thursday here. Get this on Triple M where Glenn Robbins is sitting in. Yeah. Glenn, we have a segment called Talkback Mountain. You've taken yeah. part in it yourself. Yes, I have. Um, Ed's not too happy with the theme, the little bit of music we have at the beginning. Had an original jingle, which we identified as the Mountain Dude from uh, Absolutely. Pro Price is Right. Yep. I think that was with you that we discovered that. <laughs> no, it wasn't, but when I heard it the first time, I knew it, because I always liked it on Price is Right. Brilliant. Brilliant <laughs> game. Yeah. The suspense of him climbing up yeah. the little, and you're like... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But it doesn't cost six dollars eighteen. <laughs> yeah, and the guy's saying oh, he's gone over the edge. And then uh, I, then there was a remix because someone got annoyed at it. Yeah. Jessica, I think it was. I call that the eighty-eight remix. Yeah, the eighty-eight <laughs> remix. And I've I've grown tired of that, Glenn. Uh -huh. so now you got something new for us, Tony? Uh, have a listen to this. Your sound effects there for you, it. Take the climb. <laughs> climb up talk back mountain. There's no time. Hey, but we're not counting. Maybe if we had a shorter intro song, we'd be 
Running on time for the first show since April 23. <laughs> April 23, that was the last time this show ran on time. There it is. Oh, I will <laughs> never grow tired of that. From the people that brought you Let's Startle Bob Franklin. <laughs> Why can't we startle him again? Because he's never around. We can't get the guy. You, Glenn, you've worked with Bob Franklin. How do you get him on the phone? Yeah, no, he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't answer the phone. He doesn't return calls. His yeah. agent doesn't know where he is. That's right. His yeah. agent doesn't even know the correct spelling of his name. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Well, Tone, that is a that is a ama- uh, uh, well done. I love it. Could that constitute something awesome that I've done here? Yeah, man. Because this is Ed's idea yeah, for the segment. That's awesome. I, I know something awesome that Glenn's done. Oh, what's that? <laughs> it, it came to me uh, first. I heard a, a, a joke. Someone said, "Hey, hey, uh, there's this blah blah." blah and told me this joke. And I said, "That's hilarious." Who uh, who told you that? And they said, oh, well, it's actually someone, it actually happened to someone uh, that you know. I said, oh, yeah, Glenn. I said, oh, really? What? And so I remember this, Glenn? But you were on, on a golf day. Oh, here we go. And you pulled a uh, a wonderful... What, what, what did they say to you? They said to me... <laughs> they, <laughs> they said to me, they said, oh, look, uh, they told me the joke. They told me that a prank that, that someone had And pulled. it got back to you. Oh, and that's it. And then I asked, and they said, oh, it, it was it was you. And it was that the story I told you the other day at lunch? Yep. I can't tell that. You can. I you can. can. I'll get you started. Oh, this is there was a golf day. And this is the good, the good thing about <laughs> The awesome thing is, Tone, the completely independent of Glenn, someone else had told it to me. A, a year later, word for word, the way Glenn had told it. I think we need to hear it. Oh, come on. Okay. giving I, a lot of sizzle. I, okay. I'm, I'm doing this under sufferance. Yes. And please don't judge me for this. I was playing a game of golf. Okay. I am juvenile. I am juvenile. I am juvenile. I was playing a game of golf. I was out of the hole. So when you're out of the hole, you're actually standing on the side. They were all putting out. While they were putting out, I went. Oh God! I went over Hello. to the bushes. I dropped my pants and I got a golf ball and I stuck it in the cheeks of my ass. I leant over as they were walking off the green. I turned to them and said, "Has anyone seen an Optimus Six? I got a six. And 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 they fell over with laughter. Okay, job done. Okay, move on. What Ed is talking about is it was like wildfire through the people that I... I'm going to get thrown in my golf club. Uh, and and I went and the, and the professional said to me, did you find your Optimus 6? And I can't believe that... And I, hey, what happens on the golf course stays on the golf course. Now I'm doing it on national radio. Did someone come over and try and play through? <laughs> And you just need to say Optimus 6 to people now and everyone knows what it, it was means. A year and, a, and that was like a year and a half ago. And the girl that told it to me, no, never played a game of golf in her life. Didn't yep. even know that I knew Glenn. Just said, hey, there's this great story. Wow. Yeah, that's awesome, Glenn. So the bar has been raised so here at What's Something Awesome You Did. When Glenn told that story, did I hear a noise? Like, what the hell's that? That's the uh, boing that uh, Richard and I have chosen. Wow. Signify something Two awesome. Two guys came up with that. <laughs> it took us the whole song to decide which boing. I don't think we have have time for any more examples Ed. All right, let's do it. Um, so, well, this is what you have to do. Think of something awesome you did. <laughs> God, That's today's that. challenge. Yes. So call Thank us you, up Ed. now. And the number is. Get ready, here it comes. Get a pen. That's right. Get a pen. Here it is. Call on one triple three five three triple M. That's right. One triple three five three triple M. Yes, it's one triple... <coughs> Three five three triple M triple M triple M. Now here's Nickelback. <laughs> 
What you'll like about that, Ed, is that I had to go to the music department and deliberately <laughs> ask for Nickelback. That must have been tough for you, Tony. Oh, man. <laughs> you won't do, do the sketch work without the Nickelback? No, nah, no. Nah, hey, uh, this is the... Glenn, I can honestly say this is the first time the phones have lit up. Your Optimus 6 tail has paid <laughs> off, my friend. Paid off. And there goes my cred. Glenn Roberts Not is with us cred. as we're up uh, Talkback Mountain. <laughs> it's going to take a while. <laughs> We're not having the whole song no. again. What's something awesome you did? Hey, Dan. Oh, Danny there? Yeah, Dan? He yep. wants to hear the whole music. Here first. I am. Oh, hey, Dan. Dan. Tell me something awesome you did. Uh, I visited every 7-Eleven in the Brisbane area for <sighs> six months. For how what? long did that take? Six months? Six months. And what? I got bought a map of the Brisbane area. Got a whole stack of little red pins. <laughs> and then 55 to start with. Mm-hmm. By the time the six months was over, 70. <laughs> and, you know, what was your procedure when you got there? Uh, I had to go in and I had to purchase something, generally a Slurpee. Oh, oh. Right. No, meet along lolly snakes? Yeah, I had so a good dog. Slurpee headaches. It's a bit like that guy who ate McDonald's for. Not bad. Yeah. <laughs> Except more pointless. Yeah, more pointless. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Dan, that, uh, thank you very much. So we have to move on. We've got a lot today. Hello, Matthew. Hi, how are you going? Good. What's something awesome you did? Oh, yeah, Body Slam Rob Mills. Oh! Millsy from Australian Idol that people tell me I look like a lot. What, when and why? Uh, I was at a friend's house. It was in the wee hours of the morning. Yep. And uh, we went outside and yep. got my uh, friend's extension ladder. He's a plumber. Yep. Took it into the room where he's sleeping with a female friend of mine and um, I climbed up the ladder and jumped on him. <laughs> Not that you went and got a ladder. You know, as look, as we, you do. If we're going to do this, let's do it properly. I know where there's a ladder. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's Millsy. Let's put a special effort in for Millsy. <laughs> Matthew, well done. Hello, Peter. How you going? Good. What's something awesome you did? Well, a few years ago, without any experience, I landed the role of Ned Kelly's dad in the Ned Kelly movie. Oh, yeah. fantastic. <laughs> but that wasn't it. Uh, it actually, well, uh, you know, doing makeup and that, I actually met Heath Ledger. What? And we were standing there talking and that, and he said something to me, and I didn't hear him because I was listening to the uh, makeup lady. And he stood there for a few more minutes and then said it again, and I still wasn't really concentrated. I just said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, a few minutes later, he's outside, and as I'm walking out, I said, oh, nice to meet you. And he's just ignored me. Oh, and I'm thinking, what's going on? And then as I'm walking away, I'm realizing he actually said to me, do you want to come outside and have a chat? Oh, and I've ignored him. You're snubbing the uh, big names, I, Pete. I've yeah, so that's mm. the end of my movie career. <laughs> <laughs> that's Nick Kelly and his dad right there. Oh, there it it is. does sound very much like my relationship with my dad, I must say. Uh, yes, hello, Pete. Hello, Ross. Hello, Ed. Yes, hello, Ross. Now, How are you going, uh, mate? I'm good. What's something awesome you well, did? Well, something awesome that I did, um, you were involved in, I directed you my first short film. No hello! <laughs> I believe I was wearing a, a pink T-shirt and a shiny, yellow, uh, shiny silver jacket in that one. Yeah, and it was quite awesome because I got Ed to play a 40-year-old father of mm. a 17-year-old girl. It was, uh, I guess that was the highlight. And a 17-year-old girl. Yeah, no... <laughs> Sorry? The father of a 17-year-old. Oh, girl. Okay. Well, that's right. Actually, Ed played two characters at oh, once, yeah. effectively. So yeah, that was yeah. Quite, but having to spend that amount of time with Ed um, while he was big nobbing himself was quite difficult. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Thank you, Ross. Hello, Ed, hang hello, on. Nate. We finished with Ross, haven't oh, we? Oh, yeah. Well, no, no, you're not going to say anything to him, Martin. Uh, <laughs> hello, Nate. What's something awesome you did? Hi. Um, well, I was working on a uh, movie called Son of the Mask, which don't ever bother seeing. Okay. Um, and I was Magda Sabansky's nose double. Mm. Nose double? How does yeah. one get into the nose double game? 
Well, I was a personal assistant to the um, special sex makeup team, mm. and uh, they made this big mechanical nose for Magda to wear because she, in the movie, she gets she's a nosy neighbour and she gets turned into this big mechanical nose that flexes and the nostrils flare and stuff. But she didn't like her head being inside this big mechanical nose, and it was stuff was too close to her eyes and stuff. And so they said, "Don't worry, our assistant will do it." And um, so they put me in this giant nose. I had to wear all this cotton wadding so that I would um, fit into uh, <laughs> right. Magda's clothes. Anyway, um, and, um, and they had to stick, you know, those fans that they have on boats? Yes. They stuck one up my, one of my nostrils so that I wouldn't pass out from the heat because I was in the nose for about three hours. One of the giant nostrils, right. Yeah, so that that's my claim to fame. Well, and I'm actually... Oh. I was a, an extra with the um, the main characters in the in the movie. Wow! I got to touch their faces and stuff because I was blind because I was a giant nose. <laughs> <laughs> what do you make of that, Glenn? Oh, when you went home and you got the part, did you say to someone, you know, "I got my nose picked today"? Or, or uh, <laughs> sorry, I've been waiting two minutes yeah. to do that joke, and the longer I waited, the worse it got. Because I didn't expect your story to go that well. And of, of all the no stories I've heard, mm. yours is probably the best. Absolutely well, right. Thank I, you, everyone. I did mm. once play Magda's stunt double in a sketch. Did you? It was very poor casting. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, is it time for us to go? Yeah, we've run late. Oh, look, what's something awesome we did? Ran over time yet again. Yeah. Thanks for coming in, Glenn. What a Thank pleasure. You, Thank you very much. Eventually, you'll come in here one day and we'll be able to say... Boytown is actually in cinemas. Yes, hopefully. It is coming soon. Thanks to everyone who called us up and took part. And uh, our key phrase today, well, I don't think we can have any Sylvesterisms. No. That would just be in bad taste. So our key phrase is... (laughs) You've just joined us. I can't help you. (laughs) Oh, that felt good. We'll be back tomorrow with Brian Nankervis. And it's all thanks to the award-winning Mercedes-Benz Veto Band of the Year.